Thursday is Monday, the 7th of November. How are you, Henry? I'm fine, thanks, Damien. How are you? How was your weekend? Yeah, great. Had a great weekend. Um, what did you get up to? Uh, well, I had Friday off because I went and took my car thrashing around a race circuit and, um, and I had a pretty relaxing time. The weather was lovely in Sydney, so made a change. Sat around by the pool. Yeah, we um, lucked out as well in Melbourne. Had some good weather. Um, it's a nice, nice change as well. It's good. Um, so what are the markets do overnight? Well, Friday night, I guess uh, we can probably reverse all engines to some extent. Friday, we got a bit excited over in international markets. There were some stories coming out that um, China was going to relax its COVID restrictions. And as a result, we saw uh, the US market up 400 points on the Dow. Um, which was pretty good. It was a bit of a higgledy-piggledy kind of day, but the big, the big interest was in commodities. The US dollar fell. The US dollar index was down 1.8%. Gold was up 3%. Oil was up 4.4% for Brent crude. Iron ore up 2. Copper was up 7%. And BHP in ADR terms, pretty silly really, up nearly 10%. Now, the problem was that everyone got really excited about this. The SPY was up 91 points. But unfortunately, over the weekend, uh, the Chinese came out and said, nah, we're not going to um, relax COVID restrictions at all. So we're up 26 points as we speak at the moment, Damien, point three eight of a percent. So a little bit underwhelming. Uh, the underwhelmingness has come from a number of factors. One is the Westpac result, which was a little bit, I have to say, hardly inspiring. The stock's down nearly 3% on the back of that. We've also got ANZ ex-dividend this morning as well. So that's knocked a few points off the index. They're down uh, 94 cents. The dividend was 74, so they're down 20 cents extra. That equates to around eight points. And Macquarie also ex-dividend this morning as well. So they are down uh, $2.50. The dividend was 3 bucks, So um, a little bit better than the dividend, but that's um, sort of nearly three index points. So that's taking a little bit of gloss off the market, but it really was all about those rumours, uh, which subsequently have been kind of uh, smacked that uh, China was going to reopen. Yeah, we had a bit of premature excitement on Friday, I think, um, looking at the Hang Seng. Yeah, yeah. Well, being premature is never good, Damien, as you know. Yeah, exactly. I see that Medibank's also updated that they're not going to be paying their ransom uh, for that cyber incident they had. Um, yeah, um, this was Medibank um, public, as I now call it, because um, everything is public <laughs> as opposed to private. And they were just, uh, the CEO was just being interviewed on Virginia Trioli just before we did this podcast. So uh, that was interesting listening to him about uh, what's going on there and certainly you know they're, they're making all the right noises about compensation for people that have had their um, lives hacked or ids hacked but um stocks up 1.8 percent this morning and they have said that they're not going to pay the ransoms but um yeah it's a relatively quietish morning in terms of announcements we do have coronado which has uh, said that they've discontinued discussions with Peabody. So that one's down 7.5%. Eclipse has a, uh, they have a new um, CEO, Damien Beryl, to succeed Julian Russell as Eclipse CEO. And interestingly, uh, Square, which is down 4.7%. That is an interesting move. There's only 52,000 shares traded, but Square in the US had a big move to the upside. It was up 11%, yet here we are down 4.7%. So that's interesting. I'm not sure why that's occurring. As I say, it's really been about Westpac today. Resources doing pretty well today, as you would imagine, given those moves in 
commodities, but nowhere near uh, the kind of uh, optimism and bullishness that we saw overnight. BHP up around 3.4%. Lithium stocks still doing well. Gold stocks, Northern Star up 4.9% and Newcrest up 3.1%. So some good moves in these gold stocks on the back of that US dollar coming off. But um, we're moving up towards the top end of that range that we've been in, the 6,500 to 7,000, currently 69.20. We did top this morning we did open at uh 69.17 which is where we are now and we hit 69.43 earlier but uh not much enthusiasm to push through after the westpac numbers and we're also seeing dow futures down around 200 yeah it's looking like it's going to be a pretty flat day not moving much by the looks of it from now yeah i think uh i think marcus has done the right thing gone play golf yeah i'd see it as far as uh, other stuff goes, just in, in my stuff this morning, just talking about um, Atlantic Lithium, which uh, we spoke about, or I wrote about a couple of weeks ago. They had a pretty good run on some good results last week, and they did an interview with Ausbiz on, uh, I think it was Thursday, uh, which may be worth having a little look at. And also we put out the On the Couch with the CEO of Neuren, which is uh, an interesting biotech stock. They're down 3.7%. I'm not sure if the two things are connected. <laughs> I don't think my on the couch has really uh, killed them 3.7%, but it is an interesting biotech stock. Normally, these biotech stocks are always in desperate need of money, but uh, Neuron has done a, a good deal with Acadia, and they have, I think, D-Day for them is the 12th of March. The FDA is um, hopefully going to approve their drug, in which case um, that could be a big bonus for uh, Neuron. So interesting story and not your usual biotech because it has got a big brother already. So um, have a little look at that. And as far as Marcus's strategy goes today, well, he's talking about really what happened on, on Friday uh, and the opportunities emerging in resources, but no significant reason to buy them, according to him. I have seen some interesting research out this morning, though, from uh, my friend Rocky Peter O'Connor around at Shore and Partners, who is, I think, is probably the best resource analyst in the business, to be honest. He's made a career out of uh, studying uh, our BHP and other iron ore miners. So there's some good research out from him this morning, and he thinks that uh, we are starting to see resources uh, start to move higher and let's face it the resources has been a fantastic place to be if you're in the right commodities uh, coal lithium has been a cracker and even things like mineral resources which is iron ore and lithium has been an absolute ripper as have energy stocks woodside you know that that one has absolutely ripped higher so he's talking about adding some source to the uh, commodities story uh, based would on you that say room. that it's would you say that it's still looking um quite positive given china not opening up would you still say that it's a dot let's, let's, let's face it damien at some stage china is going to open up yeah it, it can't it can't do covid restrictions like it's been doing forever at some stage they're going to vaccinate enough people and at some stage they're going to take the punt and say you know what let's um let's go the way that everybody else has gone and uh, we will open up so it's a question of time the rumors were that it was going to be sort of march 
So, uh, you know, at some stage in 2023, I'd say the first half of 2023, China will relax. Um, they may not go full COVID light. They may not go full, let's ignore COVID, as many other countries have, do have done. But they certainly will um, relax. And, you know, commodities at the moment, the, the, the supply is still very tight at the moment. And um, interestingly, a mate of mine went to uh, the big commodities conference in Sydney uh, last week, and he had a few interesting comments to say, uh, one of which was there was not a big four banker in the in the room, which uh, clearly the big four banks not interested in the commodities or resource space, which is kind of strange. He said that private equity players were there in droves. So that is interesting. Um, boards, he said, are still licking their wounds after going uh, doing deals and investment happy more than a decade ago, but they are not investing the money in new projects, capital spending constraints, especially with shareholders activating or um, you know increasingly activist shareholders pushing for higher dividends, buybacks, and that sort of thing rather than investments. Um, they're also a general view, a negative view on the Chinese economic miracle, which. Uh, everyone has been predicting will finish uh, and is over, but it has been predicted to finish for the last 20, 25 years. And uh, again, energy and the decarbonisation conversation uh, is about battery materials. So um, a lot of innovation, apparently, he said that this is at the IMARC. I-M-A-R-C show, which uh, was in Sydney. So some interesting comments. And certainly you know, that investment in resources hasn't been at play. So it just means that uh, supply will be constrained. And let's face it, if they're doing this well, uh, commodity price is at the moment with no China. Uh, and we've seen the potential of what could happen if China does come back uh, to uh, to the world. Yeah, it could provide some good upside, I, I believe. Well, you know, the, the, these these resources have been absolutely flying. You know, certainly the gold miners haven't and the iron ore miners haven't. But other things have been doing extraordinarily, you know, extraordinarily well. So, you know, even things like IGO, not far off its all-time highs, that sort of thing. Oz Minerals, you've got to take over there. You know, there's a lot happening in the commodity space. And, and luckily for Australia, we are a commodity country. That is what we do. We dig yeah. stuff up. That's it. Not quite such a big week, I guess, this week in terms of central banks. We do have NAB's results later this week. So that's something to uh, to think about as well. There's one or two economic uh, things coming out uh, in the US. CPI coming out in the US on Thursday, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting. But apart from that, probably a slightly quieter week. But I think that volatility that we've seen will continue. And I wouldn't be surprised to see us touch 7,000 this week if uh, all the central bank heads shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. Awesome. All right. Well, leave you to it. Thanks, Damien. Oops. Good to chat. 